broadcasting from the heart of commie-controlled America, the no-bullshit bearer of doom and gloom, opium-free broadcast, the most important hour of your day. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. My name is Josh. That is Vince Tagliavia. This is the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose. We are live with you Monday through Thursday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6.30 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. This is where we bring you the unfolding global conspiracy of communism coming to America, of the Great Reset, of the World Economic Forum, of the perpetuation of communism throughout the world. Well, that's really what's happening here, right? We have a whole bunch of socialist infiltration into our country, into our politic, into our military, into our social, academic, cultural centers. And we are fighting the good fight right here with information warfare. And that's what this is all about. It is about winning the information battle. We are digital soldiers. And uh, the tone goes that where we go one, we go all. And that is the truth in the matter is that we are in this to get her. I, you know, it was, I was always, I, I love that. I remember we're in it to, to get her. We're in it together. Vince, you're still muted. But, uh, hi Vince. What's up, Vince Taglivia? How are we doing? You're still muted. Can you guys hear Vince? No? No? I can't hear you, dude. Just heard you a minute ago. I don't know. I don't know. You said you muted yourself. Here, let's do this. I'm gonna I'm gonna send you something. Um, go ahead and unmute. There you go. Nothing. Hmm. I don't know. Can you? Vince has no audio. Vince has no audio, so it's not on our side. It is not on our side, Vince. Why don't you do this? Why don't you go and? Um, Jump out and come back in. It's okay. Just jump out and come back in. We'll see you in a second. So we have some things happening in the world. Um, Vladimir Putin cancels his speech at the last minute. Something is developing in Russia. We don't know what it is. But this was Putin's war speech. And um, he canceled it. So whatever reason that is, I don't know, but we're going to find out very, very shortly. Let's bring Vince back in. There we go. Let's get him connected. Nothing. I think your mic died, dude. You might want to try your mic. Unplug it, plug it back in, unplug it, plug it back in. That's okay. We're, gonna, we're just going to continue, and Vince will get that sorted out. And uh, so Vladimir Putin had canceled this war speech where he was going to warn the United States again to stop interfering, but uh, he pulled out last minute. Now, I don't know what, but there is something big brewing. Some of all fears, yes, I do think so. Um, I think that is a very, very good possibility as the sum of all fears. And let's check that. Sum of all fears. Let's, uh, oh, 
There we go. Where do we have this at? Some of all fears. Let's go to the browser. Boom, boom, boom. Bring this up. We have 10th of March, 2018. Nazi orders. Some of all fears. 864, 6th of March. Some of all fears. Um, eyes in the sky. Some of all fears. Now, this is going to get interesting. Eyes in the sky. I might have something on that. November 29th, 2017. November 22nd. Some of all fears. Um, November 22nd. November 22nd. You know, I, I never noticed that they were all on November 22nd. Look at that. Boom, boom, boom. But what do we mean here? Well, some of all fears could mean that um, something happened with Russia. There maybe it was a cyber attack. Maybe there was um, something else. Now, I don't know if anybody saw this, but today Chinese news media came out. And I think it was actually a liaison to the um, People's Liberation Army, the PLA. And they declared that there was a cyber attack against one of their facilities. And they blamed the National Security Agency of the United States of America for this attack. So this tells me in the backdrop of what's happening in the world, okay? On the same day of a Chinese cyber attack by the NSA... Putin cancels his speech, which was a wartime speech, at the same time that he's about to annex parts of Ukraine. At the same time that the Ukrainian offensive is using U.S. clandestine services, basically third-party contractors, Blackwater and such, and U.S. military weaponry to push the Russians back. Something big is about to happen globally. China last week, if you don't remember, Putin and Xi Jinping came together and formed an alliance on Ukraine where China is going to now help Russia. And this, I think, is preparation. It, it's a sign to the globalist that China is also going to make their position towards Taiwan very, very shortly. Now, we don't really see too much about any of this in the boards, and that's okay. I don't think we need to. Oop, that's not what I wanted. That's what I wanted. Vince, can you hear me? Nope, nothing. Nothing. Vince, Vince came back in and still got nothing. I don't know what's going on. Nobody can hear you. Not me, not anybody out there in the real world. Are you doing your mic test on the Zoom? There's Vince. He's like, wait a minute. Nothing. Nothing. All right, it's okay. Nothing. No. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. For, for those listening to the audio version, Vince is just like, he, he's Helen Keller right, right now. <laughs> but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep on going because the show must go on. And we're actually going to play a clip here. And yesterday we talked a little bit about this theory that Trump is still president. Now, one thing we do know is Joe Biden definitely is not president. And I reiterated that yesterday, that um, the election was stolen. Okay, this was a coup, Right. But I do not believe that Trump is calling the shots in the military or calling the shots as president. I don't think that Joe Biden is either. And this is um, a TikTok video. I don't have the video downloaded, so it's like very, very small. But I want you guys to listen. This is Judgment Napolitano, a former federal prosecutor, former federal judge, talking. Okay. Now listen to what is said in this video. You gotta be kidding me. My my audio. Why is it all of a sudden we go live? My audio doesn't work. I can't hear anything. 
It was all working before. We've just played this song. Huh. Maybe it is on my side, Vince. Hold on one second. Let me, let me, I, I guess we're having some technical difficulties here, which is rare, but it happens. Let me see what I can do here. If there is now go ahead, Vince. Hey, Hey there. How you doing? I can hear you now. I can hear you now. I can hear you now. Yes. We, we can hear Vince. Oh my goodness, dude. I was going crazy. Then I accidentally hit the restart button on my computer and threw my hands up. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it wasn't Jim. It was Josh. It was definitely Josh's fault. Definitely Josh's fault that that happened. Um, but let's go ahead and play this video right now. <laughs> Definitely Josh's fault that that all happened. I'm sorry, guys. What is Intel telling the Oval Office? I don't know if you or your viewers watched President Biden's interview on television last night. One cannot watch that and help but come away with the impression that Mr. Biden is not much more than a puppet. So I think Blinken and Klain in the White House and others, some of whose names we know, some of whose names we don't. Klain is Ron Klain, who was the president's chief of staff for eight years when he was vice president and has been his chief of staff for the extent of his nearly two-year presidency. I think these people are actually in charge of your government, and they are coordinating with the wealthy, influential oligarchs that operate in the West. Mr. Soros is certainly in the forefront of driving the train on this offensive against Russia. He's not alone. He's one of several. All of that comes together in the White House and on the Hill. And I think there are others in charge for whom nobody ever voted, and Americans don't seem to understand that. What is intel? Okay, so that's pretty interesting. So Napolitano and his guests are talking about what Intel is saying about the White House. This is people in Washington, D.C. who are privy to the president that are saying that Biden is not running the shots there, that it's most likely um, Blinken, the secretary of state, his chief of staff, and they're taking direct orders from corporations, oligarchs and globalists. Yeah, okay. Confirmed. That confirms our suspicions, right? Right. Now, that's interesting, too, because now tie that into the situation occurring in China and Russia. Okay. Help me connect the dots here. What are you implying? Just kind of like they're rogue as well, or they're well, being controlled? Well, you got to remember that the United States is a hijacked company or a hijacked country right now, right? Mm hmm. So if Biden's not calling the shops, this means the globalists, the globalists don't care about the country. They don't care about people or war. Right. And so this potentially, we, we could be heading into war and they need to stop the election. There's no way that they can win the November election. And right. actually, we're going we're gonna to listen to a clip by Steve Bannon that actually talks about this specifically. Um, that right now, we're going to win everything. Now, I wanted, to, I wanted to comment on one thing. So JTAC had asked, is there any evidence? There was a video that came out about a week or a week and a half ago. Somebody can share it. That'd be awesome. Of um, Ukrainian soldiers, dressed as Ukrainian soldiers, speaking no accent English that were leading the charge. Um, no and there is also other aspects of this that were showing Blackwater so forth. So I, I've seen it. It was a few weeks ago. I don't know where it is. I would have to find it. But we'll get that out to you. Let's listen to this clip of Bannon about the election and what he has to say. So Trump official, remember, that game ends on November 8th. Game over, okay? And the first thing we're going to do is the appropriation process, zero out the FBI. 
zero out the FBI. The other thing we're going to do is cut all these TV shows on NBC, all, all, that, all that crap, all going to go. No more, no more shows. And all the guys are up there trash-talking MAGA every day, trash-talking the American people and hardworking citizens that they're fascists and criminals or everything like that. All of you guys, getting, your pensions are going to be stripped and you're going to get your security clearances stripped. Okay, so go make a living, you know, monetizing something else besides what American taxpayers paid for. You are disgusting and you're revolting. And uh, we're going to take action, action, action. The first action we made at the, at the ballot box where we crush you. And I can go back to NBC and talk about where we lead in this. The issue set. Remember, it's issue set and what electorate shows up. Their electorate's not going to show up. It's all fantasy. It's all it's all uh, fantasy now. But here's what they're going to do before I bring back. Um, before I bring back, i got to get you some breaking news here, and this breaking news is quite shocking. Um, and I told you I'm going to try to change the game here. So the, the House right now, remember we talked about the Electoral Count Act of 1887 and how the, the rules were played by straight. And I did this on September 29th. I said this publicly. We can play, we'll play the clip maybe later. I told John Howman over the thing exactly how this thing is going to play out according to the rules as they existed. Well, they're trying to change the rules. This is what they're doing internally to the House, and they're going to bring this up for some sort of committee vote today. This is the, this is the changes they want. Presidential Election Reform Act, number one, it creates a broad private rights of action that can be easily abused by Democrat election lawyers. That'd be Mark Elias, okay? Number two, allows candidates for president to sue for an extended voting period due to, wait for it, catastrophic events okay wonder what that would be since biden said the pandemic's over how come the emergency order hasn't been rescinded how why is the emergency order not rescinded he said the pandemic's over number three it changes the electoral college safe harbor date to december 23rd i think it's the 15th of december now only seven business days before certification of on january 6th and it empowers Congress and federal judges to decide and interpret state election laws instead of the states themselves. This is all a move to take away the power where the Constitution and the revolutionary framers set it up to be, which is in the state legislatures. We're going to get more than this. But this is what Nancy Pelosi, in the dying gr uh, gasp of a regime that's being crushed, okay, this is how they're trying to change the rules. It's not going to... Okay, so that's Steve Bannon talking there about this new bill in Congress right there. I think it's HR 8873 to where they're trying to change election laws pre-election. Now you notice that they yeah. can, um, it allows them, the president to sue for an extended voting period due to catastrophic events. Now we know that the president has the ability to suspend elections during a national or international crises, these types of events. Oh yeah. Now, Yesterday, we talked a little bit about these types of events, right? Oh, yep. We talked about some things. And, and there is another news thing that I thought went with it, but it doesn't. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go we're – gonna, we're going to move all this stuff over. I, I want to jump right into this part. Okay. So yesterday, we had a major um, earthquake in Mexico. Yeah. Now, people don't know this if you haven't listened to me um, for a very long time. If you haven't been here for, since the beginning, you probably don't know this story. Um, back in 2010, I just, uh, well, I did a lot of different things. And one thing that I started noticing um, was earthquakes and solar flares were connected. And uh, I made a prediction that there was going to be an earthquake and there was going to be another earthquake right after. 
and then a solar flare. And I was spot on with the actual date of the first earthquake. But the earthquakes came one day after each other. The other one was in Chile. Well, Puerto Rico just got hit with a hurricane. Yes, they right? did. Um, it's pretty devastating. Yep, pretty devastating. They just got hit with a hurricane. One of the first hurricanes in the area in a long time. Uh, or not in a long time, but um, this year. 80% of Puerto Rico is still without power and the island reels in the aftermath of Fiona. Mexico's earthquake coincidence drives anxiety for many. What does that mean? The power, three powerful earthquakes have struck Mexico on September 19th in 1985, 2007, now 2022. Okay? Yeah. The unlucky coincidence has driven anxiety for many. The last two quakes also came very shortly after annual earthquake drill conducted on September 19th to commemorate the devastating 1985 trembler. So this isn't the first time on September 19th an earthquake has hit Mexico. Um. Now we're starting to see this stuff right here. Super volcano warning as threat level raised 1,800 years after world's biggest eruption. Science and geology agency Geonet has raised the alert level for Tupau in New Zealand after recording 700 small earthquakes in the area since May of this year. That's not good. No, that's not good. And there you go. New Zealand raises volcano alert. Okay, so what am I trying to get after here? I have a feeling there's going to be another earthquake somewhere in the world very shortly. Um, it was interesting that after this show the other night, I saw a video of people warning of a massive solar flare event coming on September 24th, a Carrington type event, a massive, massive electrical discharge, which if which that's is the, when the electrical grid gets wiped out. Right. Right. Now, an event like that, it would have already been, uh, it'll be injected here in about a day and a half, if that's the case. It's a good possibility. And something like an event like that um, would be massively detrimental for this country, for the world. Um, and I've seen blast radius where half of the United States gets hit by it. I, I don't know where these people are getting this information from. I haven't seen too much on it. But potentially, I, I'm betting you very, very shortly in the next few days, we're going to see indications of a massive geomagnetic storm coming our way. Hey, that could be that would align with the event. Everybody's kind of anticipating the 24th as some date based on movies and this and that, mm -hmm. which is speculation. But uh, if that ends up lining up. Well, wow. you know what is human wow. consciousness is interesting, isn't it? Is that it can it shift is. events and potentially we could see something happen on the 24th just because people have it in their mind. I mean, my mother, if she's listening, I love you, mom. Right. But she's like, she's like, it's, uh, you know, it, it's coming the 24th. This is the date. And, you know, self-fulfilling prophecy. Right. And, and who knows? I mean, who knows what could happen on the 24th? The 23rd is a little bit more interesting because the 23rd is a very, very precarious number. Um, also, what's interesting is did you know that Donald Trump has a rally on Friday, the 23rd? I was not aware of this. So he's going to be, I believe, in North Carolina. He has a rally in um, North Carolina. Um, when the president... And, and there's a post I want to find. It's going to be a busy weekend. That's right. And then there was this one where... Before POTUS departs on Friday, he'll be sending an important message. God bless. Post 44, 2nd of November, 2017. 
<clears throat> this is what it makes me think of is that potentially Trump, I, I think we're understanding that Trump is on board with the Q stuff and that that potentially we were right all along. Scavino, Flynn, Rogers, all these guys, Trump were all involved in this and that there was a plan. And the plan is playing out right now as we speak. But it really does appear that way. Right. But there's also interesting things occurring in the financial systems. So we have global crises occurring because of what they're going to blame on climate change, right? And oh, yeah. remember when I said that when you manipulate climate and weather, you typically have uh, recalibrations of Mother Nature, and they yes. tend to be very massive. What yeah, we're seeing here potentially could even be that. Yeah, and there's an old Japanese saying where a butterfly flaps its wing in one place and a tsunami happens in another place, you know. That's right. Kind of that logic there. But, I, you know, the, the, the heartbeat of all the people I've talked to, or at least what they're, everybody's saying, is everybody is in 100% agreement that something major is going to happen very shortly. That before the end of the year... Shh, the the quite the quintessential literal shit is going to hit the fan, and who knows what it's going to be. But I have an idea, and I'm telling you that whatever it is is going to collapse the global economy. We, we can be certain about that. Now tomorrow, the Fed is set to raise interest rates. I don't know if they came out and talked about what they're going to raise them to. If it's one basis point, one point five, one point two five. Um, one more day of meeting to commence and we should get the update tomorrow, I would imagine. Right, right. So the market's been down Monday, Tuesday, started to tumble on Friday. Um, you're, you're probably going to see the market tumble bigly with a um, kind of a, a one basis point above hike in, rate increase. Because you got to understand what that does is that removes free capital and removes the ease of lending money or borrowing money. And so businesses slow down. Imports, exports slow down. Um, housing yeah. slows down. We've seen a Stock 20... valuations. Right. We've seen a 27% decline in the amount of housing permits. We've seen a, what is it, a 67% decline in the number of uh, mortgage applications. That's not good stuff. Okay? No. Not for... global issues. Right. Not, not for a glo global economy. Yeah, these and are global. It is... We're so deep into this problem, though. This is technically the way to start chipping away at the problem. But the thing is, they have to reduce the consumption. They have to reduce how much money we're all putting into the market. And they do that by increasing the rates. So mm -hmm. it's not going to be fun. It's not going to be pretty. But in theory, should reduce inflation. I agree. And so time. this is another interesting thing because a, a friend of mine just text messages this to me. And I saw the, because the, we're talking about September 24th, and she just text messaged me and said, is this lockdown on the banks actually going to occur on September 24th? And so here's the thing. Rates increase, market begins to tumble. That's a good possibility. It could be a financial. Uh, oh, it, it could be a, a run on the banks and people get locked out of their money. And so my suggestion, obviously gold and silver, we know that, but have some cash. Have some cash on hand. I'm going to go pull some cash out. <laughs> have some cash on hand. 
because you never know. And, and trust me, we've been hearing about, you know, they're going to lock the banks down, get cash for a while now. Greg Manorino in his video a few weeks ago said the exact same thing. Get your money out of the banks. They're going to lock them down. And that's what they did in the Hanan province in China mm-hmm. is they locked the people out of their banks. And so the, the 24th, though, is a Saturday, a Saturday. So you got some time. But what else are we seeing right here? Some millennials and Gen Zers are closing investing accounts over inflation. Yeah, they just watch their accounts drop. Mm-hmm. They don't like where their money's going, so they're moving their money out. It's because when they created their accounts, all it did was go up and up and up and up. These are the first losses they're probably seeing. Yep. Food supply t- stays tight as disappointing U.S. harvest adds to global food challenges. We've been talking about this, okay? Now, yeah, I'm reading headlines here because we got a lot of news to get through. But I'm trying to paint a picture for you. I'm trying to put it all together for you so you can see what's happening in the world. And no, I'm not the bearer of doom and gloom here, okay? There, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. But what we have to understand is that the supply chain has been systematically destroyed since COVID. We have been living on a surplus from post-COVID environment, Okay. We have massive crop failures all around the world. 50% of the annual production is lost. And this isn't because they can't produce or anything like that. This is because the globalists are manufacturing a crisis, a global crisis, because order out of chaos. If you listen to the Dark Delight show this morning, this is exactly what I talked about, is they perpetuate the chaos Small little moves here and there. When that chaos occurs, they, they carry it down to the ground and begin the transition and shift into the next solution. And that's what the Great Reset is all about. It's political. It's militaristic. It's financial. And this is what they're doing. They're still going in for the kill shot. They have to. And the question is, is when do they do it? Because remember, if we lose America, they win. And so potentially if they lose America, we win. Yeah. Understand that. Which means that November, if there's going to be a massive voter turnout in November and they cannot steal or cheat, or if they do know that if they do cheat and get caught, which if they, if they win, they're going to get caught. <laughs> if they do win and get caught, that there is going to be a revolution in this country. And I'm not threatening that. I'm not saying, oh, let's go, right? No, no. I'm just telling you from what I hear on the grapevine, that is the truth. And so September, October, and November are incredibly critical to what's happening. And so you're going to start seeing moves being made and things move a lot faster. Now, the global food supply chain is very, very critical because guess what? If you can't eat, you can't live. Okay? If there is a famine in this country, if there is a famine globally, people are going to die. Yep. Okay? Mass amounts of people will die. And it's not just food. Tie that in with the energy problems and everything else. This is the perfect storm, which yesterday's show title. Well, and that's well kind of where I was getting at right now. Okay. Is that we have storms occurring 
We have potential geomagnetic storms. We have earthquakes. We have hurricanes. We have tropical storms hitting San Diego. We have unpredictable weather everywhere in the world. We have the worst drought in 1,200 years in the, the western and southern, southwestern United States, the worst drought in 600 years in Europe, the worst drought on record history in China. This is weather manipulation, and they're doing this to progress their global climate change agenda. And that ties directly into the next part of this, where they're going to blame all the crop failures and all this stuff, not on bad policy, not on war that was perpetuated through a proxy war with the United States and Russia through Ukraine, but they're going to blame it on climate change. And here's the thing is you got to remember the bad policies where they limit the amount of carbon dioxide or nitrogen that can be exhausted from the soil when growing crops, which limits the amount of crops that farmers can actually grow. This is the big problem right now in Europe. It's not that the farmers can't produce food. It's that the government came out and utilized World Economic Forum basically recommendations to curve climate change and limited the amount of carbon dioxide, nitrogen, and potassium, and all these other things that farmers could use. Yep. And this is why a lot of those protests are actually having out, happening. So all I'm saying is just be prepared. Be prepared for everything and anything. Look at this one. Majority of Hungarian gas stations to run dry next week. According to Daily News Hungary, I can't pronounce that, acquired a newsletter from the MOL, informed its partners that they could only deliver 25% of the contracted fuel amount. The cited reason for shortfall is to maintain the predictability of fuel orders and the supply of hungry. The oil and gas giant's announcement concerns gasoline and diesel deliveries too. Now, what does that mean? They're only delivering 25% of the order because they are hoarding the rest why would you hoard oil and gas? Because you know something is about to happen and that oil and gas is probably going to stock rise up in price and you can make more money or they are hoarding it for governmental reasons to keep their people, their government active. Excuse me. It's definitely some sort of rationing. Mm -hmm. Or it could be to stifle the uh, supply. That's right allow people to run out well that's going to happen so i mean just with that little bit of information that we have there something big is about to happen i i don't think there's any if ands or buts about it it's just a matter of when when is this going to hit when is this going to happen yeah in my opinion the way i look at this is even if let's say joe biden said today right now he gets online and says hey everybody i'm resigning uh, Trump won, Trump gets in, and we start working towards making America great again. I think it's still going to be hard times ahead. You know, before the show, I was looking for uh, Trump's coronavirus speech. I found the speech, but I couldn't find the line mm. where he says this is going to be a very dark next two weeks. And I think it's important yeah. to go back to that because I think it's relevant today that we're about to go through a very, very dark winter, but there is a light at the end of the tunnel. And, and that's the truth. Um, few announcements, we have the After Dark chat tonight. For those of you who don't know what that is, on socialredpill.com. That's the web address, socialredpill.com. <clears throat> we do a live Zoom every, there's a live Zoom every night. But I join up on Tuesday nights and there's a live Q&A where you guys can ask me questions. That's at 9 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, um, 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time every Tuesday. So if you just sign up to the socialredpill.com, you can find out information about that. And that'll the links will be posted about five minutes before. Um, as well as we have the Battle of the Streams going on. That's between Rumble, D Live, and Pilled. 
if you want to participate, you are helping to support alternative media, the uh, the battle that is waging on right now in information warfare, as well as the Red Pill Project and all of us and everything that we do here. So much appreciated for everybody out there in the battle of the streams. Vince will tally all that stuff up and uh, let me know when we're ready to talk about that. But let's jump What's back. That? In. I'm sorry, it's battle oh, of the streams. You yep, said? battle of the streams. Yeah. Yeah, we've got a couple so far. All right, we, we can wait till they compile. Okay. Whistleblower FBI is creating false narrative reclassifying J6 cases as domestic terrorism and moving agents off of child sex abuse cases. Yeah, wow. that's so corrupt. That's so crooked, man. I, I And does this, I was thinking, talking to Andrew this morning, does this mean that they prioritize one more over than the other? Oh. To prioritize uh, terrorism over child abuse cases? I would assume so that way they get attention. Well, I I don't know if it's that, but I think what mostly it is is that they are labeling MAGA as domestic terrorists, as exactly as Joe Biden has talked about. Joe Biden came out and declared that MAGA are extremists, and now what they're doing is showing that MAGA are extremists because of J six, with which you know. And here's a message to any three letter agency that's listening, or a message to anybody out there. Um, that's on the left or liberals who are calling January 6th an insurrection. Okay? If we wanted an insurrection, if we wanted an armed revolution, you would know. It wouldn't be a whole bunch of flag-carrying patriots with a love for the country showing their support on January 6th, showing up to D.C. No. They wouldn't be unarmed. It right. would be hundreds of small units. Well, I don't want to talk about what it would be. But okay. let's just say that if, if it was an insurrection, if it was a revolution, trust me, you will know. Right? Because it's just, it's absurd that they call this an insurrection. It was a fueled, it was a, a, a highly fueled environment that was perverted by some bad actors. By three-letter agencies that infiltrated some groups, Mm -hmm. right? And Antifa. Well, Antifa, I think, was a smaller part of it. But I think that there was people out there um, riling up the fire. And we've heard this with people like Luke Coffey, who came on the show and and talked to us about this, is that there was people riling people up and take down the gates and break down the doors and stuff like this. And most of the people that went in there were just doing nothing. They were just walking through. And a lot of the people that are in jail right now that are facing multiple counts of felonies and now being targeted as a domestic terrorist were just doing that. They were just simply there. And then we have this right here, and we just talked about child sex trafficking. Listen to this. This is from uh, Chuck Calesto. Arizona State Senator David Farnsworth accuses Department of Child Safety of facilitating global sex trafficking ring after 550 children go missing. Calls police on college Kate Broffer McGee for threatening his life if he did not stop investigating. Wow. This is huge. This is big. Now, this isn't the first time we've heard this. We've had a few different guests on this show, okay, that have talked about exactly this in Arizona specifically, that the CPS in Arizona are running a child child human trafficking ring. And now we're seeing it. This is Arizona State Senator David Farnsworth. Coming out and saying the Department of Child Safety is facilitating a global sex trafficking ring. 
Guys, David yeah. Farnsworth did not commit suicide. He is not suicidal. Yeah, because this probably leads right up to bad people. Yep. Well, and we've known for years that the CPS has been utilized as a mechanism for human trafficking. Yeah. And so it's interesting that now we're actually getting state senators coming out and actually saying this, validating this. Um, that's nuts. 550 children have gone missing just this year alone. I think they all do. I think every state does. I wouldn't doubt it, dude. It's massive. It's global. Another Biden failure. Democrats struggle to keep Amtrak running as workers plan the strike and America braces for more supply chain issues. Didn't I just say this like last week? Didn't, yeah. didn't I just say, oh, they came to a resolution? No, they didn't. <laughs> I know. They've been going back and forth. The misinformation on this story has been thick over the days, but here we are. Well, that's what happened is Joe Biden administration, the White House came out and said, we reached an agreement. It's all over, right? That's to take it out of the media circuit. But they actually had to vote on the resolution with the actual union. And they're most likely going to come forth and say, no, absolutely not. And so this is where we're at. And this is going to cause massive shortages and so this is going to add to the crises that we were talking about. Blackface Trudeau. Trudeau <laughs> must go trends on Twitter with 1.81 million interactions, including Trudeau's brother's uh, brother as Canadians expressed disapproval over draconian COVID-19 mandates. For those that don't know, um, Canada, I believe it's on the 30th of this month, Canada has the option of... Uh, um, removing the COVID vaccine mandates for traveling across the border or not. And mm-hmm. so people are rising up, taking to the streets and basically saying, drop these damn mandates. It's done. It's over. Um, Joe Biden just d- declared COVID over. The pandemic's over. But yet he's re-upping the executive orders that Trump signed. Why? Funding. We know that the, the PPP money from COVID is being utilized to fund the Green New Deal in states that states are getting this COVID money and they're taking that money and they're utilizing it for all different types of funding for various different types of green projects, these types of things. So that's why they, and so people, you know, we talked about this the other night with executive orders and stuff like this. Why do they re-up executive orders? Money, money. Executive orders give about the ability to open up pathways to money where they can funnel the money from the taxpayer's future into whatever the hell they want. And this is why they keep these executive orders open and they renew them and do all this stuff with them. Yeah, they're running out though, man. They're doing everything they can to keep this going, but people are sick of it. Um, Mm -hmm. So I wonder how long they could keep this going because it's starting to crumble apart, man. I agree. And, And these people that are corrupted, look at this, Bexar County, Texas sheriff opens criminal investigation in the Florida governor Ron DeSantis operation, sending illegals to Martha's Vineyard. Yeah, this guy's a joke. Well, he's I not going to see a sheriff. Yeah, he's not going to win re-election, is he? <laughs> I hope not, man. But this is so bizarre to me. What jurisdiction does a Texas sheriff have in Florida? Anyway? Well, if those immigrants are coming from Texas, I guess he has certain jurisdiction. Oh, okay. That makes sense. But, you know, here's the thing is what happens when they get to Texas or Florida? The Biden regime flies them and buses them all across the United States of America. And so all they're doing with state money, appropriating that state money to send 
those illegals to specific places like Washington, D.C., Martha's Vineyard. Yep, well, so Delaware probably very, very soon. So they're accusing of Ron DeSantis of being a human trafficker. Then if that's the case, then Joe Biden's a human trafficker times a million. Very true, but probably is. But, you know, I, I think this is more for publicity the win re-election than anything. Um, yeah. But DeSantis is going to continue busing and flying immigrants or illegal immigrants around because they can't deport them. That's the problem is they can't get rid yep. of them. Um, in, in some interesting news, and hopefully we see some leaks and D-class on some of this stuff here, Sue, but Democrats block the Republican bid to get access to Hunter Biden's documents on his foreign business dealings after GOP members argued they could jeopardize national security. They don't care. Jap- <laughs> that sounds really bad then. Yep. Democrats in the House Oversight Committee's quashed the Republican effort Tuesday's secure documents on Hunter Biden and his business associates. In a vote of 23 to 19, Democrats opposed Resolution 1243 that asked President Joe Biden to send documents related to Hunter Biden's business deals to the House. The effort was led by Representative James Comer, the top Republican on the committee, who said Joe Biden needed to answer questions about his family's schemes. With his party and the minority, the GOP members didn't have enough votes to move the resolution forward. The resolution specifically names not only Hunter, but President Biden's brother, James Biden, and his wife, Sarah, along with Hunter's former business associates. Oversight Committee Chair Carolyn Maloney pointed out that none of these people have a role in the Biden administration. Sure. What, what a... Ah. It's, it's asked the president will uh, to send within 14 days copies of any documents, records, reports, memos, correspondence, or other communications in his possession. And so you remember how I was talking that Joe Biden is a liability to the liberal Democrats. Okay. This was the shot across the bow. They don't have the majority in the committee, which means that that is going to get pushed down. But after the November elections in January, when the Republicans come into the Senate in the house, they're going to have the majority and they're going to investigate Hunter, Joe, James, They're going to uncover the truth. They're going to send criminal indictments out there. Okay? This is going to be massive in the sense of corruption and sedition, which means that Joe Biden has to be removed before that time. Or they have to suspend the elections, or they have to steal the election. Something of that nature has to happen to where the Democrats, the, the radical Democrats, retain and regain control. If they don't, it's over for them. And I think it's going to be over for us because we'll probably see massive events occur within our country that are coup-oriented, where they try to take back power with force, Antifa, BLM, yeah. riots, protests, all these types of things. So we, desperate moves. That's right. So we've got to remember this, that if the Republicans, let's say they can't steal the election, so many people show up and the Republicans win the House and the Senate. Okay. okay. You will see Antifa and BLM taken to the streets that night. Oh, Oh, big time. You will see America burning because of it. But, you know, this time, I don't think it's going to be that pretty because I think that we're going to see patriots defend these cities, stand up, and do the right thing. And possibly arrests and things. Mm -hmm. Wow. So... Talk about crazed people. Crazed North Dakota man runs over and kills teen for extremist Republican view. On Sunday evening, 18-year-old Kaylor Ellingson was struck and killed by a vehicle driven by 41-year-old Shannon Brandt in a politically motivated murder in North Dakota. 
The team was attending a street dance in McHenry, North Dakota. Brandt called 911 after fleeing the accident, telling the dispatcher that Ellington was part of a Republican extremist group. <laughs> this is just ridiculous, man. Mental uh, health. Yep, Brand was officially charged Monday with vehicular manslaughter and leaving the scene of a deadly accident. Just isn't yeah. that atrocious? Right. It, are you hearing as well? Did you hear about that that uh, that QAnon dad that killed his wife and and stuff like that? And the one daughter wasn't there. Apparently, this story is absolute garbage. It's bullshit. No way. And, and they're spreading this. it all over the mainstream media. The the story is apparently not even true. This is psychological warfare, and people are not well. That's it. That's exactly what it is. It's psychological warfare, and people are not well. And so we have the climate, all these changes and manipulations with the climate. We have the economic, <clears throat> which is going to go down at, at the first black swan event that occurs. Volcano erupts, China invades Taiwan, whatever it might be, the economy is going to go down. Um, yes. Or the rate rise causes a big market decrease, and there's a run on the banks. I don't know. Potentially, we'll see. <clears throat> we can see that. We have China, Ukraine, or Russia, China, Ukraine, Taiwan. We have that whole fiasco. World War Three. But then we also have uh, COVID. COVID. Biden has ordered 100 million at-home COVID test kits in anticipation of fall infection surge and ahead of the midterm elections. You mean like flu and cold season? So that, well, that's where I was going with this. I want everybody to think real, real quickly in their mind. You have immunosuppressed individuals that are 17 year olds are dying at football practice, swim practice, swim meets, tennis meets, massive athletes all around the world have, have died because of this adverse reactions. Every day. We have compromised immune systems of people who are two, three, four plus jabs out there. The flu season has been suppressed the last few years because of COVID. All the, all the cases last year that were flu were actually COVID. They just designated as COVID. Designated as COVID. This year, the flu and the cold are going to kill a lot of people. I'm telling you this right now. People's immune systems are in red alert. They are immunosuppressed, and any small little illness is going to begin to take them out. Have you seen the soul-taking video yet? Uh-oh. Is this the one where the people's heads are spinning? Yeah, so where the, they look to the right. Some of them are fighting yeah, stuff off. This thing creeped me out. So I, 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 people, and this is complete speculation, that they're vaccinated people, and that, that's 5G, and it causes you to hallucinate. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude, it's so creepy. Um, basically, you guys, people are, it's like random video footage of different people and they start, mm -hmm. their heads start twisting and then they fall to the ground in like these COVID attacks, uh, allegedly. It's super creepy and there's a, a compilation of about 10 or so. Oh, man. Yeah, if you can find that video, pull it up and send it over to me. Let me know. Creepy. Pilot suddenly dies during bowling flight from Navokushinesk to St. Petersburg. He died suddenly. They, they don't know why. Fell ill during the flight and died. Well, of course, we know why. CDC study finds COVID vaccine can cause children to suffer vaccine-associated enhanced disease. 
A CDC conducted by several doctors from the University of Colorado has found that COVID-19 vaccination can cause children to suffer vaccine-associated enhanced disease, VAD. The further analysis of the confidential Pfizer documents forcefully published by court order revealed both Pfizer and the U.S. Food and Drug Administration knew it would happen. The study aimed to prove that COVID-19 vaccination effectively protects children against multi-system inflammatory syndrome. But unfortunately, they discovered the study authors discovered the complete opposite. Multi-system inflammatory syndrome is a condition that mainly affects children and causes dangerous inflammation throughout the body, including heart, lungs, kidneys, brain, skin, eyes, and digestive organs. One can, the condition can both be severe and life-threatening. Unfortunately, experts have no idea what causes it, but this hasn't ha stopped the U.S. Centers for Disease Control from attributing the condition to complications of alleged COVID-19 disease. Researchers from the Cor University of Colorado carried out a detailed study of two otherwise healthy, fully vaccinated children in the U.S. who were diagnosed with MIS. We can go into the case, but just understand that they're associating this now to the vaccine. To the vaccine. This is our children we're talking about here. And so then we get this international medical crisis. Over 400 doctors and scientists in India declared COVID vaccine programs must end. You might, you remember, India is, is done taking the boot from the, from the West. You know, they, had, uh, they were occupied by, by the UK or by England for a long time and they're done and, and they're going after, they're suing Bill, Bill Gates and now they're going after, you know, COVID vaccine. Yeah, so, I think you're right. They are done. Over 400 doctors, scientists and health officials from India were represented at a September 10th, 2020 press conference that denounced the COVID-19 vaccine program. The scientists and medical professionals, professionals have declared an international medical crisis because the COVID-19 vaccines have failed and are associated with excess mor mortality that is not being properly investigated by health authorities on a global scale. The formal de declaration states, we are currently witnessing an excess in mortality in those countries where the majority of the population has received the so-called COVID-19 vaccines. To date, the excess mortality has neither been sufficiently investigated nor studied by national or international health institutions. Oh, man, what a crazy world we live in. You know, never thought that when all this started happening, th this is what would happen, right? All right, I'm going to go through. So we're doing the Battle of the Streams, guys. Battle on the Streams. Um, this is a just a little friendly competition between Rumble, DLive, and Pill to help support the Red Pill Project. And going out there, Still Bad 2 gifted uh, some cookies. Love this show. Well, we love you too, Still Bad 2. Um... D what just followed us. Welcome to the show, D what? Thank you for the follow. Still bad. Gifted another cookie. Qtara celebrating a six-month subscription streak on D Live. Babalu, just keep praying. $75 on Rumble. Thank you so much, Babalu. There's something to that. PewQuest gifted the cookie. Thank you for the cookie. RPG3573 donated 20 lemons. Thank you so much, RPG. Jenica donated two lemons. Run Derrett donated two ice cream. And Qkara donated one ice cream. Thank you so much. Jenica, Run Derrett, and Qtara. Much appreciated, guys, for all the donations. You guys are absolutely awesome. 
especially when we're talking something about something as dark as all this. Now, here's where the interesting stuff gets in. If you remember a couple months ago, we talked about a military base in South Texas that the Chinese had bought multiple acres by and were going to develop some type of corporation there. Now we're seeing Chinese biotech firm with deep links to Chinese military and its COVID-19 program just bought land in Florida for a massive research facility. Dude, and they're doing they want to do experimentation on chickens and they want to uh have the land uh what do they call it re uh, rezone yeah so so right now it's illegal for them to do any type of research like that in florida and they're asking to have the land rezoned and so it doesn't look like they're going to get that i hope DeSantis steps in because they have to ask the state for this type of permission Um, but we'll see what happens and that's just scary to even think about it and, and here's more. Let, let's just go here. Lawsuits claim hospitals specifically targeted unvaccinated patients with forced remdesivir and respirator treatment, a death sentence. Yeah, that seemed very apparent to me when all this was going on. Yep. The decision to administer remdesivir to COVID patients and smother them with a ventilator, the pandemic treatment protocol that we know, um, we know now has killed many, was done not according to any kind of science, alleges new lawsuits. Hospitals selectively targeted the unvaccinated for this deadly protocol. The suit states unvaccinated patients were forced to take remdesivir and breathe with a ventilator almost as a type of punishment for their noncompliance with government protocols. Many vaccinated patients were given the regime as well. Just to be clear, after all, the federal government paid hospitals gobs of cash for each patient who got it. But it appears as though the unvaccinated were given it more often than the vaccinated. And they will argue that the reason that they were given it is because they were in worse condition because they were not vaccinated. And that's just not the truth. Oh, my God. We're, we're about to head into, um, well, what I've been talking about for a while, a Holocaust. We've already lived a Holocaust. But yeah. It's continuing. Well, you know, it, it's interesting, too, because if you remember, like, back in 2010, 11, 12, uh, Walking Dead came out and everybody was talking yeah. about the zombie apocalypse and stuff. Oh, yeah. Well, what are the zombies? The Walking Dead. Yes. So what are people basically with three co- or more COVID shots? Zombies? The Walking Dead. They're already dead. They just oh don't know it. Oh, my gosh, I, dude. Yeah, kind of crazy, huh? I don't like that, but I see your point exactly, Yeah, and that's creepy. Experts, the coming deaths from the COVID-19 shot will dwarf what we have now. And this is Dr. Rashid, uh, Rashid Buttar and Brian Artis talking about this on InfoWars. Um, I wanted to just share the headline. No reason to jump into the video, but it trends with exactly what I'm telling you right now. Is that Brian, Dr. Brian Artis and Rashid Buttar are not joking here when they say this. This information has been brought down. Um, Gert Vandenbosch, who worked for Gavi, the German government, one of the probably foremost experts on vaccinology and immunology in the world warned of this over two years ago, saying that what's going to happen is people are going to get multiple vaccinated. The virus is going to mutate. It's going to produce unpredictable variants. And those variants are going to then go back and attack them because they have a suppressed immune system. And you're going to see massive deaths. Over 1.8 billion people have been vaccinated on this planet. And you could potentially see a large number of them perishing this earth. And that's sad to say. I mean, I, I say that with a, uh, a kind heart as well. It's, it's sad. I don't want to see this. I hope that we're wrong. No. I hope that that it's... doesn't happen. I hope that they're not the walking dead. I hope that 
that, that, that we are absolutely wrong on this. Let me reiterate. I hope we are wrong on this. I do not want this to happen. But then this, this is where you start to see the puzzle, right? What is the number one leading cause of death in Canada? Oh, they're calling it unknown or something. Unknown causes, right? If people in China were seeing these zombie people, right? Did you find that video? I can't find it. Okay. We're seeing these zombie people die, right? They're, they're tearing off into the right like this and they're going into seizures and dying. Yep. What happens when people suddenly and randomly start dying all around the world? Do you think that they will declare some type of pandemic and lock people down again? Uh, they can. So think about how the COVID plan operated. Get everybody vaccinated, turn up 5G a little bit or whatever it might be. And when those vaccinated people start dying of a mystery condition. Do it again. Now we lock down the whole planet. Again. Yep. And they'll probably call this one spars. Probably. That's, there's uh, evidence to support that theory. Yep. Let's listen to Jack here. About. They're talking about how personal carbon allowance programs will be given in order to ensure that people comply with the new climate change restrictions. They also note that improvements in tracking and surveillance technology are helping to overcome, quote, political resistance against such programs. So they're going to be tracking you. They're going to be tracking your behavior. And I know people love to say, well, what about the private jets? What about John Kerry and his private jet? What about Biden's private jet? They don't care. You don't get it yet. The lockdowns aren't for them. The lockdowns are for you. The lockdowns, all of these policies, the surveillance, it's not for the global elite. It's for you. It's for your families. It's for the middle class. That's who all of their energies are targeted at. Well, their energies are targeted at you and at taking your energy away. They're taking away your ability to be able to live your life, to make your choices. These lockdowns, listen to this. Numerous examples globally of maintaining social distancing, wearing masks, mass vaccinations, and acceptance of contact tra tracing applications for public health, which demonstrated the core of individual social responsibility. Understand, they want to take lockdown compliance and then move that over to climate change compliance. They want climate change lockdowns. That's what's coming. We All right. Notice how he says he, they want to take lockdown compliance and move it into climate change compliance. Think about yeah. what I was just saying there. They initiate another pandemic, they lock the world down, and you never come out of it. Because what would happen if we have this mystery illness that is killing everybody? The economy's gonna collapse, wars will break out, politics will start destabilizing. People will get unruly. Revolutions will happen. All this start of destabilization begins to happen, okay? And that's when the lockdowns come down because everybody's afraid to die from a mystery illness that just happens to be killing everybody, right? And they'll have to take out a few unvaccinated people to prove that, hey, look, this is affecting everybody, right? And how can that happen? People are probably wondering, well, how can they kill the unvaccinated people with this type of technology? If you're right about the theories of 
lipid nanoparticles, graphene oxide, of how these are nanoparticles developed by Dr. Charles Lieber um, at Harvard University that go in there and basically produce an ionization spectrum within the body that destabilizes these, the cellular structures and basically causes people to go into seizure and die, utilizing 5G bands. If this is the case, what we, one thing that we do know is the vaccinated become basically powerhouse factories for developing spike proteins, okay? They have the nanotech inside them. They become powerhouse factories. We're understanding that this nanotech most likely has to have the spike protein to survive. Understand that part. Whatever this nanotech is, there's something about the spike protein that it needs to survive. Or, you know, they wouldn't be coalesced here. But what we do know is that the spike protein sheds off of the vaccinated onto the unvaccinated, which means that also, same thing with the nanobots. Okay. So if the nanotechnology can shed to another person, but can't sustain itself because they're not spike protein generating factories, means it's short-lived, but also means that they can target those people as well. Yeah. That's important to know and understand. Yeah, I found that video sent to me by a listener, Crystal, thank you, and I threw it in the chat. Oh, cool. Let's, let's check it out. Head spinning video. Okay, cool. I don't know what to call it. All right, let's jump on over here. Really Oh, I didn't want to see that one. Sorry, guys, I didn't want to see that part. Yeah, I didn't realize that happened. I didn't see that the first time. Thank mm-hmm. you. 
So there's a few things I want to point out here. All right. Now it that first good. part, that first video, that guy got hit by the train. I didn't. I didn't expect to see that. That's not I don't video. remember that. I'm so sorry yeah. about that, everybody. It's okay. But and for those listening to the audio version of this, basically what you have is you have these people that look off to their right and they're staring up into the air, and some of them are even fighting something off, and then they go into seizures and apparently are dead. Now, notice what's happening here. They are looking to a side, okay? And then they're like looking at something that one guy was fighting something off. Do you know that uh, uh, large exposures to electromagnetic radiation will call you to, cause you to hallucinate? I had no idea. You can actually feel it around you. It's like static. Oh, Lord. I'm telling you, these people are being targeted by 5G. This is, this is MIMO, the beam, the, the directed targeted beam weapon that's coming out of 5G are targeting these people's heads. Wow. They're doing test runs, guys. You remember the test run, the Travis Scott concert? That was one test run. That this, was so creepy. Mm-hmm. This is going to be the next unknown virus that's coming that's going to cause the lockdowns. Ooh, hope you're wrong. Hope you're wrong. I, I hope but I'm dude, wrong too. That is so creepy and disturbing. But you know what? If, if if something like that starts happening, turn off the phones, build a Faraday cage, <laughs> and hide. <laughs> and that makes me think, dude. Like maybe this is why people painted all their stuff with lead paint back in the day. Yeah, there you go. Good call. I'm actually reading the Electric Rainbow right now. And this is a lot of what they talk about is that it was never determined that electricity was good. It was always dangerous that they could get away without other types of um, th that there was in development, other types of uh, utilizations for electricity that um, were more effective and efficient. There's so for people out there that don't know, there's two types of electricity. There's there's regular electricity that we use every day. And then there's something known as bioelectricity or bioplasmids, or bioplasms. Um, if you ever heard of organ energy, this is what it was, the theory was based off, is bioplasms. This is biological electricity, okay? Very, very low voltage, okay? Adaptable throughout the body. Now, if we're gonna be utilizing any type of electricity, we should be using bioelectricity because it's beneficial to us. If you start going to all these ancient sites all around the world, they're, they're basically amplifiers for bioelectricity not electricity there's a difference here and in the book uh, the electric rainbow they talk about how um, they've known for the longest time that electricity was incredibly bad for human beings but they did nothing about it because they found a way to market it and utilize it as a weapon either way i think that that's what's happening right here is directed energy weaponry that is being utilized and taking singular people out and I guarantee you, they could spread that amongst a group and just, boop, wipe them out. Nightmare fuel. Yep. Experts, 90% of online content will be AI generated by 2026. Don't believe everything you see online. And that's the truth. Is that, uh, you know, and this is what I want you to take in. It says 90% of online content will be AI generated by 2026. That's in four years from now. Which means that currently, right now... That's about 67 to 72% of all online content is AI generated. 
Did you know that the major uh, mainstream media, when they write an article, they put it out there like this person wrote this article? You know, most of that's AI generated. I didn't know this. They, they'll take an article from a lesser publication and they'll just have an AI rewrite it. And they'll Give review it and name. publish. Yep. They'll review it and publish it. Put it under any journalist name they want to. Wow. The globalist plan blocked the sun and turned Earth into a frozen ice ball in the name of fighting climate change. You know, <laughs> let's just read the article because I'm going to get into something here. To help the cool, allegedly warming planet, mad scientists are proposing using geoengineering chemtrails to be sprayed in the North and the South Poles to free refreeze them. Jet aircraft would be deployed high up in the sky to blast out massive plumes of microscopic aerosol particles designed to reflect sunlight back into space, preventing it from reaching the Earth. This, we are told, will cool down the ice caps. In order to make this happen, ironically enough, some 175,000 jet flights per year would be necessary. It means a lot of polluting jet fuel will need to be burned. Millions of tons of to these toxic chemicals will also float around before eventually setting into the ice caps and in the water, causing them untold harm to sea life, but at least the planet would be much cooler. Under the plan, a fleet of 125 military air-to-air -air fueling, refueling tankers would release a cloud of microscopic sulfur dioxide particles at an altitude of 43,000 feet and a latitude of 60, 60 degrees in both hemispheres, roughly equivalent to the Shetland Islands in the north and the Falklands in the south. The particles would slowly drift towards the pole on high-altitude lead winds, slightly shading the Earth's surface beneath. Now, this is what I want to point out to you. Why do they want to cool the Earth so bad? Is climate change? I'm not sure. Well, think about this. I, I always said that this is a terraforming operation, that these people are probably most likely not human, and this is a terraforming operation. Eliminate the population oh. slowly and then terraform the planet. Okay. Okay. But what about this proposed theory? The Earth we know goes through various cycles. We're still coming out of an ice age from the Lower Dryas period 10,000 years ago, which means that the Earth is warming naturally and coming out of that, which means oh. that everything previous to 10,000 years will soon be revealed. That the yes. Earth will go back to the state it was 10,000 years ago before the ice age happened. What types of things are being uncovered in a lot of these oh. lakes and stuff like that that are being... Artifacts, artifacts, messages, cities. Ah, there we go. How do you hide Dude. history? How do you control the truth? I wonder if we've always just controlled the weather. Probably. Operators say green energy transition rendered U.S. power grid unreliable, prone to blackouts. Electric grid operators said the U.S.'s power generating capacity has been struggling to keep up with demand thanks to the green energy transition, putting the country at risk of rolling blackouts. Mid-continent energy system operator MISO CEO John Baer expressed concern over these issues. As we move forward, we need to know that when you put a solar panel or a wind turbine up, it's not the same as a thermal source, he told the Wall Street Journal. Mark Rothletter, CEO of California Independent System Operator Caso said his company shared the same predicament as the Midwestern counterpart. He told the Wall Street Journal that sufficient new resources um, should be up and running before traditional power plants are retired. Otherwise, we're putting ourselves potentially at risk of having insufficient capacity. And this isn't like in the future. This is now. Now this is happening. 
All right. Um, we'll go here. Greenpeace co-founder, he's always been outspoken, um, says leftists hijacked the group to work with globalists for power and control. This is uh, mm -hmm. Dr. Patrick Moore, who actually has a degree in what we would call climatology. Okay? And he came out, and he, he's been saying this for years, that uh, climate change is nothing more than a political campaign to usher in um, global control. Yeah, but I think this happened to Greenpeace during like Obama's the Obama administration, but maybe even before that. Well, yeah, he left a long time ago. He helped form Greenpeace in 1971 and has joined 1,100 scientists and professionals in signing the World Climate Declaration, affirming there is no climate emergency. Um, he said he chose to lead the organization 15 years later after left-wing political activists in North American Europe changed Greenpeace from a science-based organization to a political funding organization. Hmm. Terrible, man. And then well, here we not go. The only yep. massive organization that's corrupt. Italian scientists declare climate change is a scam. A group of eminent Italian scientists have officially gone on the record to declare that the ongoing climate crisis is actually one big scam. Four Italian scientists recently published a study based on another exhaustive study of extreme weather events and concluded that it's way too early to declare a climate emergency. Um, both the media and climate hyster um, hysterics assure us that the so-called climate crisis is already here um, and point to extreme weather events such as droughts and large-scale flooding as proof that the Earth's climate system is collapsing due to mankind's emission of carbon dioxide and other greenhouse gases, but not so fast. According to the Italian team, which includes physicist Gianluca Alemonte, professor of agrometeorology, Lu Luigi Mariani, astro um, atmospheric physicist Franco Prodi and physicist Renato Angelo Ricci. The team concludes in their study published earlier this year that the climate crisis that, according to many sources, we are experiencing today is just not imminent. It's just not evident yet. It's not. All nope. the studies and stuff that are, out, that are out there, the data is so twisted and bogus. They're just manipulating the information. It's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. I'd love to read their study and see exactly what they go into and all that man i'm glad that scientists are standing up um it's great it's really great because it is a big scam based on what i could tell here's another I'm scam a layman let's hear it here's another scam Bi biden transhumanist executive order we need to program biology like we program computers joe biden calls to write circuitry for cells and predictable predictably program biology in the same way we program computers if applied to humans we could not only cause physical harm but would open a floodgate to eugenics, and they're absolutely right on this. The example we're talking about is Executive Order 14081 included the implication of COVID-19 mRNA injection, citing COVID-19 pandemic as demonstrating the vital role of biotechnology in developing and producing life-saving vaccines that protect Americans and the world. The mRNA jabs are an example of what has been described as the most prominent area of biotechnology, the production of ostensibly therapeutic proteins and other drugs through genetic engineering. However, while the proteins produced by the mRNA shot were touted as beneficial, evidence has emerged that they are toxic to humans. <laughs> well, no oh shit. <laughs> and so this is uh, basically they're going to find more ways to kill us genetically. That, that's what they want to do. Yeah, and they're going to package it as pretty. Yep. All right. So the Navy, Navy came out and made this statement, releasing more classified UFO UAP videos will harm national security. Everything they don't want to release is a danger to national security. Yep. 
Well, the Navy has refused to release any additional videos of unidentified flying objects or unidentified aerial phenomena, arguing that doing so would harm national security. The Navy put down this argument through a freedom of response uh, due to a response to the Freedom of Information Act request filed by government transparency site, the Black Vault. The site filed the FOIA request back in April 2020, a day after they declassified three videos taken by Navy pilots. The three clips uh, displayed high-tech aircraft moving in apparently inconceivable ways. Now, I've heard um, somebody that's that's um, kind of high up who doesn't mm-hmm. you know believe any of this stuff talk about these things. Yes. And, and this person said that these things are not of this world. That these, there's nobody, that these, this technology is light years beyond anything we have now. Light years. That, that would be, that what these, hell. yeah, what these things are doing, it, it's, it's impossible. We, 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 we do not understand physics at that level. Talk about the ultimate black swan. Yeah. So the DOJ was forced to remove phony filing in Trump Mar-a-Lago case. Apparently, it was submitted by a prison inmate. The Department of Justice filed a motion to remove the phony docket entry. The entry alleged Trump had acquired millions of unredacted classified tax returns and other sensitive financial data, bank records, and accounts of banking and tax transactions of several million Americans and federal government agencies. Now, take a guess who that lawyer in jail or who that guy in jail might have been. I, I don't know who. Do we know this someone who's in jail that went there because of Trump that oh. doesn't like Trump? Michael Aventi? Huh? His for, former lawyer, Michael Aventi? Oh. Yeah, look, look. It says right here, apparently was submitted by a prison inmate. Michael Aventi. He's in jail. Oh my gosh, dude. I'm telling you, this is... This was, <laughs> I'm telling you, this was Michael Aventi. Who would be in jail that knows how to do this? <laughs> so talking about transhumanism Tesla is set to unveil the Optimus robot Have you heard this? Yeah Yeah um, I, don't, I don't like it uh, Yeah it. Well it's not going to be alive you know, te- you know Elon doesn't like AI Well I think he doesn't like it But he's going to put himself right in the forefront mm-hmm. And talking about transhumanism and AI Let's just go into this Whoop, I was already there New World Order Unite, global, Clinton Global Initiative, UN Generally Assemble, World Economic Forum Climate Crisis Summit kickoff simultaneously in New York City. That's the, a lot of baloney yep. at the same time. I don't want to speak my mind on that one. The collective of globalist confabs are all kicking off in New York City this week, featuring who's who of the globalist leaders, policymakers, advocates, and allies. The most high-profile and visual of these events is the 77th United Nations General Assembly from September 19th to 27th. Interesting. Monitor these days, which has not convened in person in over two years. Joe Biden, Zelensky, French President Macron, British Prime Minister Truss, Iranian President um, Abraham Rassi um, are among the heads of state expected to deliver remarks throughout the week. Man, I wonder if uh, someone's planning some type of uh, catastrophic event there. Doing the world good. Yikes. Well, it's possible, man. Well, Putin cancels much-anticipated Ukraine war speech under mysterious circumstances. As yeah, the war- that was odd. Sorry. 
I was looking forward to this. Yeah. As the world awaited what was expected to be a momentous announcement over the full mobilization of the Russian military, the leader failed to appear amid ongoing speculation about a sharp deterioration in his health. It's not a deterioration in his health. Something happened. I bet it was more like an assassination attempt or something of that nature on Lelad. And I bet yeah. you that he's about to do something massive. Yeah, dude, because the last time he came out and had a speech like this was uh, February when mm -hmm. before they invaded Ukraine. So, boom, 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 boom. Let's see what happens. I guess it's postponed till tomorrow, so we should yep. have an update tomorrow. Postponed tomorrow. And, and, and then what I, I, I want to hear the speech that Vladimir Putin is going to say because I think that this speech is going to be massive, massive. All right, I'm going to go in here, and we have uh, Barbara's Lines Matter, gifted 5-1-month subscriptions to users on our DLive channel. PQuest gifted a phone. Thank you so much, uh, Nate, there, and PQuest for the phone. Boyd, oh, PQuest, yeah, thank you for the phone. Appreciate that. Boyd556 is celebrating an 11-month substreak. Thank you so much, Boyd. Pissed Off Marine is celebrating a two-month substreak. Thank you so much, Pissed Off Marine. Um, well, look at this. Uh, massive fire with black smoke spotted at BP Refinery in Oregon, Ohio, Injuries reported. This was breaking news that we had during the show. This is just another example of the 128 different facilities of supply chain that are being taken out of energy. They're taking them all out, guys. Why? Because infrastructure is about to collapse. Yay donated two ice cream. Pissed off Marine. We already talked about that one. Um, Gypsy just followed. Thank you so much, Gypsy, for following. Thank you so much, Yay, for the two ice creams. LED donated one ice cream in the winter tonight is Rumble. Thank you so much. Guys, if you want to support us in any way, shape, or form, the best way to do that is to follow us where you are at. If you are not already following us, hit that like button, that plus button, or heart button, or whatever it might be. Tonight, we have the After Dark Chat. That's a live Q&A with myself. That is in um, one hour from now. You have to be on the. You have to be a member of the socialredpill.com to be in that. So socialredpill.com, just be a member. We'll put the links out in the main chat feed here in a little bit. You'll have that. Um, thank you guys all for all the donations. If you want to support us in any other ways, redpills.tv/go. Redpills.tv/go. That's our Give Send Go campaign. Or you can check out our sponsors. If you guys shop with My Pillow, My Coffee, Mike Lindell, use that promo code RPP. If you guys want to get prepared with My Patriot Supply. Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's the only way that you can help support us by doing that is go to that link, redpills.tv slash patriot. That's my patriot supply. Or if you guys are needing that gold and silver, getgoldtoday.com with Dr. Kirk Elliott. Uh, Vince, thank you so much for joining me. I hope you guys all my have pleasure. a fantastic evening. We'll see most of you guys here in just a little bit on the live chat. Have a great night.